The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution. Where shall we begin? I'm Jim. I'm Trav. There you go. For over 15 years, the voice of the outdoors and the backbone of America. Please wait here and the experiment will begin shortly. Often imitated, but never duplicated. We call him Miho Badijo. Informative, insightful, family-friendly entertainment. It's exactly the kind of challenge my mother's anti-love prepared me for. Let the revolution with Jim and Trav begin. It's called Taking Care of Business. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. All the fellas go. You need to breathe. Exhale completely. Shoot from empty lungs. Press the trigger and watch the crosshairs move under recoil. So far we've talked about how to use your equipment and how to set up your equipment. But now we're going to talk about one of the biggest factors to shooting, you. A lot of shooters have a misunderstanding of what natural point of aim really is and how important it is. So it's important that you learn to do it right, right off the bat. And everything has to be very consistent from shot to shot. And remember, firearm safety depends on you. That's, I like that. You know something, we're talking about pulling the trigger on today's show. Everything about hunting with firearms because now is the time to evaluate your shooting skills before you head out to hunt because good shooting starts in your head first, Jimbo. That's right. And bad shots in practice amount to practicing bad shots. Really? Oh my. Think about it like that. I do that all the time. He's not thinking about it. All right, so we're going <laughs> to give you guys the basics of uh, how to absolutely kill it this fall in the woods. Mrs. Bunny! How's it going, guys? Uh, doing pretty good. I'm excited about this show. This show is all about shooting, becoming a better marksman or woman. Uh-huh. You know something? And, and this is the truth. Personal experience. Personal experience. Like, I'm heading to the deer woods. This uh- is what I'm like. Bad, bad company till the day I die. You know, I'm like overly confident. You got the strut. I got the strut, exactly. And then I missed. You kind of look from walking where you kind of look like George Bush. You just got that little strut going. Take my word for it. That was not a compliment, okay? <laughs> well, he, but you're taller than he I is. I make a boneheaded shot, Uh-oh. and then I'm like, because I had a bad day. I didn't take one down. You know, I feel like I'm on American Idol. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the show has been canceled. Tail between your legs. All right, so Mrs. Bunny, the once again. The walk of shame. The walk of shame. The hunter's walk of shame. I guess that's how I always look when I walk. gun back home. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be joined on this week's show. I am so excited by a John. John Fink, he's the director of product management for firearms at Remington Arms. Now, is how high I got there? Yeah. Uh, that was amazing. Plus, Kyle Lamb of Viking Chronicles, Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on Outdoor Channel. Kind of interesting. Little audio clip we're going to play real quick. And he's talking about, just like I was saying, uh, being too cocky when it comes to shooting. Take a listen. A Kyle Lamb outtake. And it's sad because, you know, we get a lot of hunters that they've never... They've never shot at an animal over 100 yards. They'll say it's 300 or whatever, but it's actually 100. So they somehow they make the shot and they 
they get it and they trick themselves into believing they can make these long shots. He just described me to a T. Yeah. I mean, totally. I closed my eyes and the dictionary was there and your picture full of that. Full of crap I miss all the time. Uh, anyways, Kyle Lamb, once again, Viking Chronicles, Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, David and Easton Holder of Raised Hunting. Watch that show Saturdays, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. And finally, Brittany Boddington of Peterson's Hunting, Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And the Boddington Experience, Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Mrs. Bonnie, what are you going to talk about, though? Uh, muzzle loading, guys. Ooh, now that season's right now, isn't it? Or just coming up real soon? I don't know. <laughs> the, the, the honest answer is, yeah. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Bonnie, her muzzle loading and the unknowns. It's happening now, and it's brought to you by Nissan. And now, Mrs. Bunny with some myths about muzzleloading. Brought to you by Nissan. Every state's a little bit different. Some of them don't have um, separate? separate seasons for muzzleloaders. And like archery, it's kind of a nice um, way to be able to get out into the woods and take advantage of not as much pressure and not as many hunters in the woods by using a muzzleloader. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people say they hunt archery because they want a bigger challenge. However, I feel like muzzleloading offers that challenge as well because you have to become um, more knowledgeable about your gun. You have to understand ballistics better. You oh, have yeah. to understand um, your how much powder you're using and the projectiles and everything like that that goes into uh, shooting with a muzzleloader in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. So um, when it comes down to it, because few hunters uh, shoot their muzzleloaders enough to truly learn a whole lot about them, there are a few misconceptions or myths surrounding them. So quickly, number one, uh, people think that deforming a bullet with a ramrod will spoil um, accuracy Accuracy. That's not true? No, it's not what? true. When tested, uh, so they took uh, different muzzle loaders and they took them and they shoved the ramrod in there, beat them real hard, and they looked at the bullets and stuff and they're pretty beat up. However, when they shot, the placement was um, fine. There was no significant difference in um, the placement and the groups were consistent. The problem becomes when you don't um, use the ramrod fully and seat the bullet well enough, the shot placement is unreliable and sometimes it hit within six inches of the bullseye and sometimes not at all on the target. Yep. And so not properly seating the bullet is far worse than having one that has a little bit of damage from your ramrod. All right. Now, I have to tell you real quick, I, I did a, a little competition with black powder. It was a 50 caliber Hocken and uh, they had these uh, like a four by eight sheet of plywood set up where they had the uh, the clay targets uh, like you would shoot for a skeet were mm-hmm. up there and the idea was how many you could hit off from that and so I got so excited like the first time around I, I shot three for three and I was really feeling good about it and so they said hey you're coming up the line you gotta go so I went out there put the uh, powder in there and uh, aimed at it knocked them all off with one shot yeah so you hit the thing that was holding them no actually I shot the ramrod <laughs> Oh yeah, oh I I would have thought that the that the gun would have blown up. Yeah, it, it was a tough gun. Did you feel like a ninny? Two ninnies. A bit. <laughs> I, I didn't tell anybody. I just went over there and picked it up. So, <laughs> lesson learned: don't hunt with Jimbo. <laughs> uh, second misconception. Uh, Real con- quick. Condensation causes misfire. A lot of people want it, don't want to leave their um, guns, or they think that you should leave your gun outside on a cold hunting day, since the rapid temperature change could cause condensation and misfires. Fooey patooey. So, when tested, despite freezing and thawing and letting condensation build up with that process, they fired the guns for three to four times each 
and didn't get a single misfire, hangfire, or partial burn from the test. The takeaway being that the old belief that bringing a muzzleloader in from the cold woods into a warm house or truck will cause a misfire is overly cautious. And if you're using an inline 2 and on primers and uh, Pyrodex pellets, uh, you're probably A-OK. All right. Third misconception. Uh, again, to moisture, hunting in the rain is a bad idea. Uh, so they tried simulated downpours, pouring an ounce or so of water straight down the barrel of a loaded gun. Uh, they uh, then fired them or attempted to fire them. They reloaded them, sprayed them with water hoses, um, without balloons over the muzzles, all sorts of stuff. The results were pouring directly, pouring water directly into the barrel did cause a misfire um, and partial burns, uh, not to mention some really nasty sludge in there. However, spraying the guns with water did not affect the reliability uh, with or without a balloon. So even spraying the gun thoroughly um, and to the point that water actually pours out the barrel did not have a, an effect on it. They fired without any issues. So mm. with a sealed ignition system in the modern inline rifles, it makes them really reliable even in adverse conditions out there in the woods. So if you're muzzleloader hunting and you want to go swimming, you can take your firearm. <laughs> yeah. All right. But you can't shoot it underwater. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, Mrs. Bunny, you just went over three. That is Trace. Misconceptions about muzzleloaders and how they are uh, affected in the woods. That's right. very interesting. Real quick, though, before we get to a break, uh, we just won. Actually, I'm going to say Jimbo. Uh-oh. Because my name's not on it. <laughs> uh, two awards for uh, our audio program. It says uh, Jim Ferguson here. Uh, interview we did with Michael Waddell. They forgot I was in the interview. Three part, Michael Waddell <laughs> won first place with that. And we even, I'm sorry, you even won second place. We did. You were And second place audio with the COPA, that Southeastern Outdoor Press Association, annual blowout. Now, in their, their northern, western, and eastern divisions, they recognize me. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, so, second place was with Jim Shockey. Uh huh. Jim's an amazing man. Uh, so is Michael. So, congrats to them for being on uh, our award winning program. Yeah. And uh, for us winning, right? This is a good right, segment. We got to get to a break. <laughs> yeah. All right. So anyways, congratulations to us, but especially Jimbo for the uh, audio program awards. First and second place with Seopa. Got to get to a break. A big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Remington, Cabela's, Silencer Shop, High Mountain Seasonings, and Camp Chef, Mrs. Bunny. I'll talk to you guys next week. Next week, you return for the close, though, right? Oh, you bet. All right. So don't go anywhere. Coming up next, we got John Fink, and he's the director of product management for firearms at Remington Arms. He is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This election season, you'll have to make some extremely tough decisions. Big Mac or Whopper. <gasps> Exercise your right to vote on November 8th. And don't move. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will be right back. It's been said that the history of weapons is indeed the history of the world. It's simple elegance. It's a gun that just runs. Join host Joe Montaigne as he explores the legends and folklore behind some of the most iconic weapons in the world. From classic military and civilian firearms to rare and exotic oddities. Gun Stories, all new episode Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Exclusively on Outdoor Channel. You hear that? It's not a countdown. It's a count up. 36,101 miles. 36,102 miles. Day after day, you push your truck to the limit. But here's the thing. Most truck warranties offer bumper-to-bumper coverage for only three years, 36,000 miles. Just 36,000 miles? 
Come on. Your odometer doesn't care if your warranty falls short. It just keeps on ticking. So here's what Nissan's gonna do. We're backing the 2017 Titan with America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. So the odometer can keep doing its job, and you can keep doing yours. Take on tough jobs with the 2017 Nissan Titan and America's best truck warranty. Five years, 100,000 miles, bumper to bumper. Limited warranty details available at your local Nissan dealer. Certain exclusions apply. Call 1-800-249-7225 for comparison details. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trev. We're talking firearms this week. Now here's John Fink, Director of Product Management for Firearms at Remington. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Remington, and High Mountain Seasonings. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we're here from Mrs. Bunny, and she talked about all things black powder. Yeah, talking about muzzle loaders, we are. Pull the trigger. You're supposed to jump in. It would have been really neat. <laughs> like we were working together as I a gotta team. Know, you got to give me signals. I did. I was like, hey, take it away. I thought that was uh, Frank. It was sound guy. just now being joined by John Fink. He is the director of product management for firearms there at Remington Arms. I have to say, when I go shopping for guns, Pete Diddy comes on, and I'm like, Every time I shop, ooh, for new firearms. That's so lovely. I get giddy, I feel silly, man, I love it so. Oh, yeah! You know what I'm talking about? I love guns! <laughs> right? You do too. John and I are both embarrassed. Uh, Johnny, anyways, welcome back to the show, buddy. It's good to have you on. Thank you. Great to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, the thing is, you know, we're, we're talking about uh, shooting and hunting and so forth, and you've got a couple of new models coming out of Remington this fall that uh, we really need to know about. What are they? Yeah, we, we have, a, you know, our 700 AWR, American Wilderness Rifle. It's a high-end rifle, and it's kind of a, if you were going to have one rifle, in your safe to be able to do it all. You know, whether you're hunting whitetails in the east, southeast, or going to Alaska to hunt moose, grizzly bear, doll sheep, whatever the case may be, you know, coast to coast, this is a rifle that's going to be able to cover all your big game hunting needs. And, you know, starting off with a 416 stainless steel barreled action mm. and then giving it a black Cerakote finish. Oh. So that completely, you know, one, gives it a more stealthy look, you know, so you don't have that bright, shiny stainless. But two, gun making stainless steel has a very small percentage of carbon in it, which, of course, carbon will rust. Um, and that Cerakote completely seals that, so you don't have to worry about, you know, your gun rusting, you know, when you're hunting in rough conditions. We're dropping that stainless steel barreled action into a high-end composite um, synthetic stock. It's an epoxy fiberglass that, that's hand-laid um, from a company called Graybo. Very high-quality stock that's pillar-bedded, so you're completely free-floated uh, for the utmost inaccuracy. So, like I said, I mean, it's just a great, you're going to have one rifle to be a high-performance, all-round hunting rifle, 700 AWR would be the way to go. Yeah, talking with John Fink. He is the Director of Product Management for Firearms at Remington Arms. Now, let's see, it comes in a 270, 30-06, 7mm Remington mag, plus the 300 Win mag. I think 300 Win mag is probably Jimbo's favorite that round. That is my favorite round. But there's four calibers that you, I mean, you could pretty much take anything in North America with. 
If you had to narrow it down for one that fits your needs for hunting, Mr. John, which caliber would you go with? You know, I, I mean, right now, I'm just a huge, huge fan out of out of those four. For, you know, a deer hunting standpoint, I'd shoot a, a bread and butter .30-06, as boring you? as that may sound. No. You know, it's just a, a great high performance for deer, yeah. deer size game, um, with, with the bullet selection that's out there today, the ammunition selections that are available, you can do a lot with the 30 out six. Um, you know, also a, a fan of the, you know, seven millimeter Remington Magnum, mm-hmm. um, just being a, a Remington developed cartridge and having that in a, you know, flatter shooting, higher velocity cartridge. Big fan there. If you wanted one, though, out of those, you know, it's going to be maybe more widespread. As you said, that 300 Win Mag is going to be hard to beat. A lot of great bullets out there available for it. Wouldn't hesitate a bit, you know, to take that to Alaska and shoot moose, shoot elk with it elsewhere, you know, or even a grizzly bear in Alaska. Yeah. Well, you know, you you mentioned about the uh, the 7mm mag. Uh, I took a... a 1200 pound moose in Alaska with that seven mag and did a great job. And so, you know, you're right on the 30 out six though, because that you can get so many different bullet weights. I mean, you can go all the way down to like, I think 110 grain all the way up to 220. So everything, excuse the expression is fair game with a Remington. Yep. That's certainly true. Can I sell that? title to you i don't know it's kind of <laughs> corny really uh, now let's talk about the trigger externally adjustable trigger that this has now w- when it comes factory set from you guys there at remington what do you guys set this at and how low because i mean let's face it there's a lot it feels like you're pulling and you're pulling and you're pulling it's like oh my god when is it going to go off you, you know you don't want that in a rifle what does this come set at and what can we adjust it down to you know, the, the, the Xmark Pro externally adjustable trigger right now, they're leaving the factory right around four pounds. Oh, wow. Um, but with the external adjustment on there, you should be able to get it down to under three and a half. Oh, wow. And it's going to be a good, clean, crisp, clean breaking trigger, um, you know, which pull weight isn't everything. You know, having a trigger that breaks cleanly and crisply yeah. will actually make, you know, a, a say a four pound trigger feel lighter than it actually is and you know if you compare that to a trigger that's you know gritty or has a long pull to it yeah while it might be lighter feels a whole lot different and would actually feel heavier so Mm -hmm. um but like i said you'll be able to get that trigger down to you know under three and a half yeah now uh the this is in full production right now that when we're talking about the model 700 american wilderness rifle now are they in the big box stores now we are just now starting to ship these. So in the big box stores, they've not shown up there. But, um, you know, we should be hitting dealer shelves here just in the next few weeks. Head to your local Cabela's, pick up seven or eight of them, give me one, yeah. <laughs> take me hunting, right? Possibly. Give, give John one. Give John one. He's going to be there 20 years. People give him watches. He would really like a rifle. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> price point, where is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of all the features you have told us. This is like, oh, my God, an amazing rifle. What is this going to cost, buddy? Yeah, th- th- this rifle, Real Street Retails, is going to be in that $1,100 range. That's it? Really? Uh, yeah. So, Holy. you know, when you compare that to a custom gun, oh. you're getting almost all the features of a custom gun 
um, out of this for a fraction of the price. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with John Fink. Once again, he is the director product management for firearms at Remington Arms. He is my best friend in the whole wide world. We were talking about the Model 700 American Wilderness Rifle. Check it out, Remington.com. Big shout out to Remington, also Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and Nissan. Gotta get to a break. Kyle Lamb, he is coming up next. Make sure you watch Viking Chronicles Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Mr. John, you are so awesome. God bless you, buddy. Thank you, guys. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Fun, family-friendly, informative outdoor radio is what we do. I predict you'll rule the entire world in time. Connect with Jim and Trav on all the social media platforms and check out the brand new JimandTrav.com website. Stay right there. The Revolution will continue in a few moments. Being a bush pilot is hours and hours of boredom broken by seconds of sheer terror. Everything out here is against you. The number one rule is just land. Alaska's Ultimate Bush Pilots, Mondays at 9 on Outdoor Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. So I've been a bit braggadocious a recent. Justice Gosh. I've been telling everybody about my Thunder Bee silencer that I just picked up from Silencer Shop. Why wouldn't you? Alright, so no, let me be serious for a second. A silencer is a must-have accessory for any firearm because it makes shooting more enjoyable by reducing the blast to a much more comfortable level, doesn't it, Jimmy? Yeah, it does. And you know, Trav, hunters often go without hearing protection because it is uncomfortable. And now we're stone cold deaf. But a silencer from SilencerShop.com can provide hearing protection without being uncomfortable or impacting your outdoor experience. Yeah, true that, man. Plus, Silencer Shop has the simplest silencer buying experience, period, bar none, and they have the most friendly and knowledgeable staff, and they're always available to help answer any questions you might have about buying a silencer. That's right, Trap. Plus, SilencerShop.com offers a huge source of videos, articles, and reviews to help you make an informed purchase decision. That's SilencerShop.com. SilencerShop.com. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where we talk about guns and guns and guns on today's show. Now, here's Kyle Lamb from Viking Chronicles on Outdoor Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, and Cabela's. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from old John Fink, and yep. he's the director of services. Is that right? I don't know how you get services. Director of product management for firearms. He's got a big job. At Remington Arms. Fantastic guy talking about... Guns. <laughs> yes, he was talking about guns. Thank you about that. He wasn't talking about potato chips. I was listening. All right, so we're pulling the trigger on today's show and our next guest, Sergeant Major Kyle E. Lamb. Salute! He spent more than 21 years with the United States Army, 15 of which were with the U.S. Special Operations. Later, he was falsely imprisoned uh, for like uh, 72 life sentences, where he broke out and uh, started Viking Chronicles. Ladies and gentlemen, the age. Team. All right, so make sure you watch uh, Kyle Lamb, excuse me, Viking Chronicles, Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. You know, we were actually talking during the break, uh, Kyle. Uh, by the way, welcome to the show. It would be um, Sir Kyle to Sir you. Sir Kyle. Um, no, you know, a lot of people, when they're out there practicing, one thing they never account for is a follow-up shot. I mean, they sit there and they plan on possibly shooting long distance, maybe on the run, whatever. But they never plan for that follow-up shot. And, I mean, that's where things 
really seem to go awry because, I mean, let's face it, guys. We have all had to take a follow-up shot. A second shot. It does happen. Right, right, yeah. And that's something that we train for is taking the shot, being ready to follow up with the second shot, no matter what the status is there. And, uh, you know, in some of these animals, I guess what, what we've also got to be prepared for, say, your moose hunting, man, I mean, you can make a perfect shot on a moose and they can still go crawl out in the middle of the lake, and then you're really going to have a hard time. So sometimes it saves you a lot of trouble if we can quickly make those follow-up shots so that you do put the animal down. And the other thing, too, sometimes we make bad wind calls. That's one of the things that I try to keep the ranges short, but every now and again we have an animal that gives us an opportunity. We make a bad wind call. You realize it's too late because you get too focused in on looking at the animal, and then you go track them to make that second shot. Or if they stand there for a second, you know, I'm, I'm going to shoot until the animal is down because I have lost animals, and that is one of the most depressing things ever when you uh, wound one of these beautiful critters and you see, you know, a full freezer walking away and, and you don't see it again, and that's that's a sad deal. And, and rightly so, these guides, if you draw blood in an animal, that's your animal, and I totally agree with that. So that's, uh, yeah, very important. Yeah. Now, the thing is... Uh I never thought after I got out of high school I would ever use algebra or geometry. And I'm in the uh, Wrangell Mountains. I'm hunting doll sheep. And my sheep is down 400 feet out 400 yards. Talk about an angle on a shot. I think my scratching is still on the side of that rock. I mean, you got to make these instant calls, you know, and know your weapon the bullet you're shooting, as you said, the wind and so forth, a lot of things come into play, and that algebra has to work. Yeah, well, you know, and there are so many great tools out there now that, that help guys like me. That My dad used to tell me, he said, son, just remember in this, when you're growing up, there's three kinds of people in this world, those that can count and those that can't. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so that, you know, it took me a while to figure that one out. But I use the, the loophole makes this range finder. It's, it's uh TVR, RX1200 uh, TVR, what it does is it takes that angle out for you. And really what we need is the lateral distance that that bullet is affected by gravity. And people don't take that into account. They say, oh, it's downhill, aim high. Oh, it's uphill, aim. No, 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 no. We need to know what the distance is laterally from us to that target. And really, uh, there are tools. You know, one, you can take the angle coefficient and figure that out. And really, if it's not over 45, 50 degrees, you really don't have to worry about it because it's going to be 80 to 90% of what your distance is. But if you get beyond that 45, 50 degree angle, which you will, like you said, in the wrangle St. Elias, that there, it's everything steep there. Uh, you're going to have to know either how to, to cipher that, as I would call it, or, uh, or use a tool that takes it out. I, I prefer by far to use a range finder that gives me that information because then in the heat of the moment, you get the data you need immediately. Yeah, listening to you, I think I fell into that third category your dad was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) The silent majority. (laughs) Viking Chronicles Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. By far one of the coolest shows out there. All right, so let's talk about, and this is kind of interesting, and I want you to explain this to our listeners. You say when you're going to go out and shoot all summer, before a hunt, whatever, you need to train and not practice. Now, what do you mean by that, Kyle? Well, what I'm trying to train to do is I'm trying to train for those shots. So I might shoot support side. Some people call that weak side. I don't have a weak side when it comes to shooting, so I call it the support <laughs> side. Um, 
<laughs> well, and it's true. It's something that we mentally have been told since we were kids as shooters, and it's wrong. And and so when I train shooters, I never once mention that because I want them to just think that it's normal, that everybody shoots from the support side. And everybody that goes to one of our classes, they absolutely do that. Um, I also want to be able to use my equipment that I have on the ground to take that shot. So training practice, it is really both, but I'm training to be able to take that weapon, whether it's carried on my shoulder, carried on the side of my pack, use my pack, shooting sticks, bipod, whatever it is the tools are that you have, a tree, you name it. Yeah. We want to train to get in and out of those positions and have a position that doesn't make your legs start to quiver or your your calf get a cramp or whatever it might be. So, yeah, for sure. You bet. <laughs> hey, we've been talking with Kyle Lamb. Of course, he has a program called Viking Chronicles, 8.30 Eastern Time on Wednesdays on Outdoor Channel. That's right. Now, Mr. Kyle, to find out more about you, Viking Chronicles, your sponsors, where you're going to be, upcoming episodes, social media, all that good stuff, buddy. Where can we find you online? Outdoor Channel. Go to the Outdoor Channel. Check out their website. They're going to have all that information listed there. If you're interested in just kind of what I do for a living, Viking Tactics is the name of our company, and that's just VikingTactics.com. Yeah, check us out. I tell you, we had a we had a great first episode that aired. We've got another episode that's going to air here shortly. I think the episode that will air after this show will be uh, us heading to Canada. Oh, wow. So, yeah, check that out. We're going to go up there and hunt snow geese, and if you've never done that... I think you might want to do it. It's uh, high volume is all I can say. <laughs> you bet. Hey, that's Kyle Lamb. Of course, he is NASA. That's the National Association of Sign Shooters of America. That's right. Viking Chronicles Wednesdays, <laughs> 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Remington, and Cabela's, plus Silencer Shop. Got to get to a break. Mr. Kyle, man, you are so awesome. We love you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. All right. God bless you guys. Keep shooting. You bet. Hey, coming up next is David and Easton Holder, Raised Hunting. Saturdays, 1130 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. This weekend's special episode, it is titled... Oh, all right. David and Easton, right after this. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We kind of like to be stalked. So go ahead and follow us. Instagram, Twitter, 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 Facebook, and at JimandTraff.com. The boys will return in a few moments. He's a tough-talking ex-Marine and a Hollywood icon. Arlie Ermey is the gunny. You've heard the expression, when all hell breaks loose. There are lots of guns, but only one gunny. Take that! Gunny Time with R. Lee Ermey, an explosive season. Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. Tune in to Gunny Time! This is the time of year to get out and cook out. So make your next meal sizzle with Camp Chef, the brand known for quality outdoor cooking equipment. To eat like a king on your next adventure, go to CampChef.com or visit your local sporting goods store and get cooking. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. 
It's the radical reinvention of the 308 MSR. The DPMSG2 combines unfailing reliability with 308 punch in a platform more than a full pound lighter in six configurations designed to dominate. Pair it with Remington Hog Hammer Ammunition for making bacon and a DPMS cleaning kit for effortless cleanup. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trev as we discuss all things firearms today. And now, here's David and Easton Holder from Raised Hunting on Outdoor Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Here's Jim and Trev. Who's before the break? That was a Three Stooges, wasn't it? No, it was Pink! Oh, Pink! Hey, before the break, we heard from old uh, Kyle Lamb. Yep. Something Sergeant. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Kyle Lamb, Viking Chronicles, Wednesdays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Where? On Outdoor Channel. No, 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 Doesn't that get you excited? Well, it does. Are just you, watching you I, bounce in that chair. So we're just now being joined. I, I am kind of bouncy right now by David and Easton Holder. Make sure you watch Ray's Hunting, Saturdays, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. This weekend special episode, it is titled... Hope. It is titled Hope. And you're you going to see a lot of pain. Obviously, we're playing a little pink because we we know that pink is involved. Inspirational things are involved. What are you guys talking about on this week's episode of our race hunting, guys? We're going to be talking about pink and what pink represents. Um, for us, it, it's represented a, a, a long-standing friendship over 25 years with a retired firefighter that I retired with, and his wife is a breast cancer survivor. We oh, wow. built an episode around. He came up to hunt, he, and, and I don't want to go into the whole thing, but basically you're looking at a guy that lives in a place where that doesn't hold big deer. He's from Arkansas, and he was on a, he had an opportunity. He drew an Iowa tag to come hunt with us. Um, we, we reflected on the fact that we, I remember the day when his wife, she argued with us a little bit about me and him hunting too much way back in the day when we were younger. And after she ran through uh, breast cancer, and, and beat it. And, and I guess she was a stage three um, diagnosis, and that meant that there was a battle on hand. And it took, you know, it went from a friendship that he and I had to listening to someone talk to you on the phone and basically your best friend talking about losing his wife. Oh, wow. And wow. when you take something of that magnitude, and I apologize because it's even hard for me to talk about it today. Yes. Um, but you take something of that magnitude and you just go out and go hunting. You think you're just trying to forget about it. Well, we decided we didn't want to forget about it. We wanted to make everyone aware of it. Um, and so we turned an episode into this story about them and their battle and how hunting helped get him through that, how hunting helped us um, relate to that. And then on top of that, what we did was the only way we could find a way to give back was we have devised um, pink arrow wraps that we came up with and we're selling these pink arrow wraps and we will turn over a portion of the proceeds to breast cancer awareness. Yeah. Well, now what has happened to him really happens to hundreds of people every day across the United States and around the world that somebody is diagnosed with breast cancer and we need to find a cure for this. And it looks as though that uh, some of the things that, uh, that they have done, obviously uh, it's working. Absolutely. Um, I mean, now here she is, I want to say she's almost 10 years, um, you know, cancer-free now. 
but you know, oh. listening to and, and I'll be both you guys. I, I mean, I applaud everyone who's out there speaking on behalf of Honey, and you guys do a fantastic job. And we just going back to where we opened this. We just want to make sure that someone is listening. That hunters are doing great things, and here is one where we're going to turn over a check to hopefully do exactly what you just said. Fight a disease, a horrible disease that so many people are faced with that they don't need to if we could find a cure. Yeah, talk with a David and Easton Holder. Raise hunting 1130 a.m. Eastern time on Saturdays. That is Outdoor Channel. Now, Easton, this question is directly for you, buddy. Are uh, you still eating your sandwich? Yeah, are you still eating your sandwich? He's probably on like his third by now. No, you guys need to hurry up so I can go eat it later. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, kind of reflecting back to what your dad said, and in my own opinion, hunters are some of the most compassionate, humble people there are out there, all right? But in the generation, man, that you and I have grown up with, that is not how we are portrayed. It's not portrayed that way in high school, in college, and in when we get out. Let's face it, hunting isn't the popular trend when it comes to the masses in urban settings. So how do you deal with that with people? I mean, you've sat here since you were six years old, buddy, and you've seen your mom and dad just give their hearts and see them struggle with this. How do you, how do you tell your friends about this? And how you how do you convey what your true heart is saying? I don't necessarily, I guess I can say that I don't really say it to a lot of people. I just kind of show it more than I do say it. Because I feel like that shows a lot more character than just straight up telling somebody how I feel about something. But like you said, going through high school and stuff like that was having the true love for hunting and stuff like that. And I will say this year has probably been the toughest year because I'm pretty sure I have like one or two teachers that are like against hunting. And Uh, I write papers and everything in class. And when I write all my papers about hunting, it's either they're going to have to grow up a little bit and give me a good grade because I wrote a good paper or they're just going to sit there and grade me terrible because (laughs) they hate hunting. And I've already run into that one once already. So it's just tough. You just got to be... And I know I'm only 16. You just got to be the bigger man. And I like I I'm just choosing not to write about it right now because I don't care to sit there and fight with the teacher when he's when they when you know they won't listen to you at all. I got a comment though. I'm sitting here and you listen to your son um, speak about something as as fragile as hunting in a public high school. Yeah. And listening to him talking about I'm not going to confront the teacher. I'm not going to have a fight. I'm just going to show them by my actions, who I am and what I stand for. And, and it, man, to hear your son say that, meaning he's been listening all these years, that is truly, look at what's going on in the political race. I wish they would quit bashing each other. Tell me how, show me what you can do. Don't tell me what the other one can't do. No, oh, yeah. Right. And it, it's just, man, it's, it's time that someone starts looking at common sense again and we start leading by our by example rather than by bashing other people or trying to bring them down because you don't agree with it. Yeah, well, you know that there's nothing common about common sense. If you can't buy it at Walmart, I just don't think it exists anymore. <laughs> they sell it at Cabela's. <laughs> right, they do sell it at Cabela's. Of course they do. All right, so uh, talk with David and Easton Holder. They know that's true. Uh, raised hunting, 1130 a.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. This is such a fantastic show. Make sure you watch it this Saturday. It's called Hope. All new episode titled Hope. Now, Real quick, coming up to a break, boys, to find out about these pink arrow wraps. So cool. Where can we find them online? All they have to do is go to raisehunting.com. You will find us on all the social media platforms or on our website. Um, they're in our store. Yeah, if you don't buy these wraps, you ain't wrapped too tight. You ain't wrapped too tight. <laughs> raisehunting.com. You know what? Hop online. 
just Google. Make sure you follow them on all of their social medias, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. This is such a great family. And I'll tell you what, more people in America need to model their own lives after you guys. It is so fantastic. What you do, Raised Hunting, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Make sure you watch it this Saturday and every Saturday. Now, one one last time, boys, where can we find you online? RaisedHunting.com. All right, got to get to a break. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel. Also, RaisedHunting.com, uh, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. Got to get to a break. David Easton, we love you, boys. God bless, and keep up the good work. Awesome. Well, we sure appreciate it. And, man, I, again, I, and I think we're done now, so I just wanted to say what, what you guys are doing is honestly the epitome of what hunting needs. People just being advocates of all sorts of things. So my hat's off, fellas. You guys are doing a fantastic job. You make it fun. You make it where people want to listen. I mean, we're looking at a 48 and a 16-year-old sitting here, and we're just having the ball. We'll see ya. Bye-bye. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Brittany Boddington, and she has a program called Peterson's Hunting and the Boddington Experience. Yeah, Peterson's Hunting, Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel, plus the Boddington Experience. And that is Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, where? On Sportsman's Channel. Hi, Brittany. She's up next. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We double-dog dare one of those stupid, creepy clowns to come lurk outside our house. (laughs) Connect with us on social media and at JimandTrav.com. Don't go away. The boys will be back right after these messages. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com Barging into your personal space like a 2,500 pound rhino. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trav and Brittany Boddington from Peterson's Hunting and the Boddington Experience on Sportsman Channel. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Silencer Shop, and Camp Chef. Hey, before the break, we heard from old... uh David and Easton Holder, and they yep. have that program called Raised Hunting. And that great program, you got to listen to it. Uh, we talked about it a lot Watch on this show. It's called Hope. Yeah. It's this weekend, Raise Awareness for Breast Cancer. But coming up next in the On Deck Circle is a gal that's got red hair. <coughs> oh, my God, I had to sneeze. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I makes you watch race. But you farted at the same time. I about did. Saturday, that's like a sneeze fart burp. Uh, Saturday's 11.30 a.m. Those are time. tough. Raised hunting makes you watch a special episode. Hope. Uh, this Saturday. All right, Miss Brittany Bonington, she's just now joining us. Peterson's Hunting, uh, Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and the Bonington Experience, Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, where? On Sportsman's Channel. You know, we just saw some uh, awesome videos of uh, you, Miss Brittany. Went out did some coyote hunting past couple weeks, but we noticed that you were shooting suppressed. And that's where, if you don't know what it is, it's shooting a, a silencer. And what it does is not only does it curtail the noise, it also helps reduce the recoil. Uh, the re- Coil. So, question: Being a woman, um, and obviously I have two daughters and a wife. Do you think it would be advantageous for more women to use suppressors? And do you think that more women would get involved because of the reduction in noise, because of the reduced recoil? Do you think it would encourage more women to get into shooting sports if suppressors were readily available? 
You know, I have had more girlfriends tell me that part of the reason that they don't dig rifles is because of the bang. Really? And I don't know what it is, if women have more sensitive hearing or what that is, but I have actually heard that quite a bit. So, yeah, I think suppressors would be a great way to start out women shooting. Yeah. Now, on that coyote hunt, what caliber were you shooting that day? I think that was a twenty two two fifty. Oh, was it really? That was actually for um, Dead Dog Walkin', which is a show on the Outdoor Channel. So, do you do a lot of coyote hunting? I mean, we watch all your... You've gone everywhere. Holy cow, you know? it's amazing. <laughs> Um, do you I've done do everything backwards in life. Um, that was actually my very first coyote hunt ever. <laughs> was it really seriously? Yes. So that you've been like in the you've been all over. I shot a wolf in Macedonia. I shot <laughs> hyenas in Africa. I'd never shot a freaking coyote. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is crazy! Really? I know. Yeah, no, just never done it. You know, I've seen them go by, but it was always when I was hunting something else and. Didn't want to ruin the area by taking a shot, you know, at a running animal 600 yards out. So I just, I never, I never got one. Hi, right, wow. so talk with uh, Miss Brittany Bonington Peterson's hunting Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and the Bonington Experience Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Now, you're just talking about taking uh, possibly a 600 yard shot. Be- <laughs> I, I'm not saying that you do do that. I talked about passing on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, everybody knows your dad, such a, a magnificent man, a prolific hunter, shooter. The guy knows a little Thanks. bit of everything. He can write too. Now, growing yeah. up with his tutelage shooting, what does your practice regimen look like? I mean, how often do you get to the range and go practice? Well, you know, and I think it's important to point out as well, I didn't actually grow up shooting. Oh, really? Um, because I'm living in L.A., you know, it was it was really rough, especially at school. Nobody knew what my dad did. People would ask me what my dad did. I'd tell them that he was a writer. <laughs> they <laughs> say he wrote about sports. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and so I wasn't into shooting. I actually didn't start shooting or firing. I didn't fire a rifle until after high school. So I was an adult. Um, when I actually started and, uh, my dad taught me how to shoot and I went on my very first hunt and I fell in love. So I actually learned how to shoot strictly to hunt. I wasn't a range shooter. <laughs> yeah. I learned how to shoot on the bench just long enough till I could start shooting off sticks. And I tend to practice off sticks. For me, that keeps me more, you know, in the game. Wow. I should talk with uh, Miss Brittany Bonington Peterson's hunting Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and the Bonington Experience Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. All right, so let's talk about you getting into shooting. Uh, you were already an adult when you did this. What caliber did you start off with? I mean, I, I seriously doubt you started with uh, 300. Yeah, or, or a 7 mag or, or whatever. No. What you it, know, like I told you before, my dad taught me how to shoot in order to start hunting. Yeah. So the goal was to get me up to something that I could hunt with. Yeah. But we did start with a 22. Okay. And it was actually my grandfather's old Kimber 22. And, oh, wow. Uh, and, um, and you can just fire away. And so we would sit there and plunk away at a little... Um, metal rotating targets, you know, those little ones, it's got like a chicken and then a, oh, like a turkey and then a pig and then yeah. a goat and then, you know, and, um, and those are really fun to shoot because reactive targets for me are so much more entertaining than, than an actual paper target. And then once I got comfortable from that, he would switch me to a higher caliber. That's, that's a logical progression, isn't it? Yeah. It worked. <laughs> All right. So what do you like better? Once again, talk with uh, Miss Brittany Bonnington. Peterson's hunting Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and the Bonnington Experience Tuesdays, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Now, let's talk about uh, pursuing game. Do you prefer okay. hunting overseas, kind of someplace exotic? Africa, Zambia. Or uh, hunting at home? I mean, you've done, obviously, way more hunting than I have ever done or probably ever will uh, in, in these just remote, beautiful locations. But you've done it all from an amazing, dangerous game hunt 
to coyote hunting. Do you have a preference or not really? You know, I'll tell you what I love, and this is part of the reason that I do what I do. I love seeing new places. I love being out in the middle of nowhere, and I love being the only one out there. So for me, a spot in Africa can be just as beautiful as a spot in Montana. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. as long as you're looking at big open spaces with animals around, I feel like that's what it's all about. Yeah, you bet. So. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Brittany Boddington, and this gal has a lot of stuff she's on. That's right. Make sure you watch her on Peterson's Hunting Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and the Boddington Experience Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. Now, Miss Brittany, to find out more about you, your adventures, sponsors, Facebook. where you're going to be, all that good stuff, where can we find you online? Facebook, Brittany Boddington. There you got to go. Just Google her. <laughs> Lots of good stuff is yep. going to come up. Uh, big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Remington, and Silencer Shop. Miss Brittany, you are so awesome. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you. All right. Bye, guys. No, I, I, I thought you were going to teach me how to get on the internet. Everything you need for the outdoors and a whole lot more. Jump on now. JimandTrav.com. That World Wide Web place. Stay tuned. More revolution is coming up next. It's been said that the history of weapons is indeed the history of the world. It's simple elegance. It's a gun that just runs. Join host Joe Montaigne as he explores the legends and folklore behind some of the most iconic weapons in the world. From classic military and civilian firearms to rare and exotic oddities. Gun Stories, all new episode Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Exclusively on Outdoor Channel. We're done here. Will you leave immediately, please? Guess we can close the file on that one. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. Don't forget to log on to JimandTrav.com and join the conversation. Be sure and tell them Large Marge sent ya. Hey, great show this week. We learned a heck of a lot about guns and shooting and stuff. I just learned that I don't know as much as I thought I knew. That's it. What you always knew that I knew <laughs> uh, about shooting. I taught you yeah. all of what you don't know. It was a lot of nothing, really. Uh, special thanks to John Fink. He's the director of product management for firearms at Remington Arms. Plus Kyle Lamb, Viking Chronicles, David and Easton Holder. Amazing people raised hunting. Plus Brittany Boddington of Peterson's Hunting and of the Boddington Experience. Mrs. Bunny, you're awesome as well. See you guys next week. Yeah, and we want to thank our 460 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Paneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right. Get outdoors this weekend. Take some kids with you and see Send some lead down range and feeding hot dogs. That's right. Have a good time. It's hard to make a good shot on an empty stomach. It is. Plus, tell them about Jesus. Uh, anyways, got to get to a break. Local news weather is coming up next. We will return next week. God bless you, boys and girls. We all love you. Go USA! Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.